Good evening. This is Monday, November 11th, 2016. And you're listening to the Going Home on I-71 podcast. I'm just leaving the uh, parking lot of where I work. Um, I normally wait until I'm at least on the road to start the podcast, but I, uh, I'm in my wife's car because my car had uh, oil pan problems. Uh, I think that got fixed today, so I should be in my car tomorrow. Hopefully, I don't know. Uh, I listened to uh, last week's episode, and I noticed a bunch of quality issues, and uh, I apologize for all of that. I got to just remind everybody that I am recording this on my cell phone while I'm driving. Uh, It's not up to my face. I keep it in my hand. I don't really have a holder for it. Maybe that's what I got to look into getting. Um, or if anybody has any recommendations on how to record audio while I'm driving to keep the uh, background noise behind. That's, I, I don't know if it's because I'm holding the steering wheel and the phone and the, the vibrations or, uh, or what it is, but uh, it wasn't uh, fun to listen to at the end. And so uh, I apologize. But uh, not going to stop me. I'm still going to do it. Uh, if you think it's too annoying that you can't listen to it, then don't download the podcast. Don't listen to it. Um, I was never good at marketing. Uh, so let's uh, see what I can uh, remember from the past week here. Uh, time change. Let's talk about the time change first. It, uh, I'm leaving 15 minutes later than I normally do from work, and uh, it is dark out. <clears throat> uh, it's hard to see. Can't, uh, well, got the lights on, got the street lights and all that, but uh, it's, uh, it's, not, uh, it's not light time. In fact, um, before I do... Uh, before I leave my my desk at my office, I, I jot down a few things on a uh, sticky pad, and I bring that, and then I place that on my uh, windshield so that it'll just give me a couple pointers, or not pointers, a couple uh, topics which to uh, to talk about. And I put it on the windshield here as I started to go, and I can't read it. So I don't know. I don't think it's illegal, but I'm I'm uh, driving with my uh, dome light on in the uh, in the cabin here. And I've got my list of uh, four or five things, four things, on my uh, rearview mirror. So um, I know these haven't been longer, as long as I uh, started, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, but uh, I don't have a lot to talk about, and I'm not very good at this. I'm finding out. But it uh, helps me remember what I did for the week and uh, justify everything that I do and makes it... Uh, sound fun, at least for me. It reminds me of what I did and I keep it in my memory. So let's start with uh, Bonsai Club. On Thursday, I went to Bonsai Club. I went without my wife. Her uh, her schedule has changed at her work. She uh, she was working at, at, at a place. She had been there for a few years. Uh, she, she's worked for the company for about 16 years, but she got placed in a, uh, in a, uh, in a location couple of years ago and that location has recently closed its doors they no longer exist the uh, the company as a whole is still around just that branch is not there anymore so they um, they placed her at a new a different branch and the one she's at now is a different job uh, she doesn't like it the hours are not um, they're they're flexible not flexible hours but they're uh, different times of the day different times of the week so she has today off but she has to work on Saturday. Next week, she may have Wednesday off, but she'll have to work on Sunday. So 
Whereas at the location she was before, she had Saturdays and Sundays off, and she went in at the same time every morning and got home at the same time every afternoon. and So all that's out the fucking door. And now uh, she can't do all of the things we uh, can do. So this this Thursday, she had to uh, work late, which meant I went to Banzai Club alone. Now, normally, I wouldn't have gone by myself, but we owed him some money. Uh, yearly dues were due. Uh, we bought a tree a couple months ago, so I wanted to make sure that got paid for. And uh, a few other things. And So I went... I went uh, thinking that I was just going to pay the money, listen to the beginning of the meeting, and then when they started doing the, whatever they decided to do, and uh, for the November meeting, I, I think the plan was like a swap meet sort of thing, uh, that is what happened, so if you wanted to trade some stuff, uh, tools or, or trees that aren't growing for you, or uh, or you wanted to sell something that you, you're holding on to, that, that was, this was the meeting to do it at, so I, I, I figured I was just going to pay my money, listen to the beginning, see what was going to happen in December, and then I was just going to leave, but I didn't leave. I uh, I got talking to uh, one of the other club members, and, uh, you know, an hour and a half later, I'm like, oh, man, I got to get going, because the uh, it's the Akron Canton Bonsai Club in Cuyahoga Falls, and I've mentioned before, I live in Medina County, and that's about a 30, 40-minute drive, so I was there a lot longer than I wanted to, but again... Just like every meeting that I go to at Bonsai Club, I got really inspired to start working on stuff. But, um, you know, it's nighttime on Thursday. I got to work on Friday. And then by the time the weekend comes around, I got to get other shit done. So, again, I didn't get anything done at home with Bonsai. But it is the winter. And we actually put all of our Bonsai to sleep. All right, to sleep. We uh, we dug some holes uh, up against the uh, garage in the backyard put the pots in the holes, covered the holes with uh, mulch and leaves, and they're going to sit like that for the winter. We may get some uh, hay bales, put those around it, uh, cut down the wind a little bit. See, the, the, the thing with trees is they have to go dormant in the winter, or else they're not going to be healthy in the spring. So taking them in the house is not a good idea. They have to go through their cycle. They have to have their, their, dormants, their, their, their dormancy. So, uh, We've, we've, we've placed them uh, in that, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So even if I did get inspired to do something, I, there was nothing I could, uh, I could do until the spring comes along. So that's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to do some reading. I'm going to change, change a few of my uh, habits up. I'm uh, going to change some watering schedules. I'm going to ch- actually change the way we do our, uh, our our soil, the soil that we keep the bonsai in. I think the problem was my wife and I, we got so excited to, to do bonsai. We knew we had to take our time, but the problem is we didn't take our time as far as learning what needed to be learned. We went straight to the bonsai soil, which if you don't know bonsai soil, is a lot of uh, uh, hayedite, but we use uh, we don't use hayedite. It, it's like a rock. Uh, we use uh, kitty litter that doesn't have the uh, the smell stuff in it so it's just it's just rock is really all it is it's really small stone and what happens is the water uh, drains through it. Uh, it it'll you do put some organic in there but not a lot so it does hold some water but it doesn't hold all the water in fact you want to be able to and this and, and, and I may be wrong here but this, this is what I was I, I learned is that you want to you want to fill your pot with water and then it all drains out uh, rather quickly so that once it starts pouring, you pour it to the rim, and then it all pours through, and then you're done. 
uh, for that watering, and then you water again either the, the next day or the next or the other, you know, two days later or whatever the watering cycle is for your uh, for your uh, particular plant. So, but the problem is the uh, the roots don't have anything to latch onto and get nutrients from. Uh, uh, me, I I I'd never done anything with plants as a kid or or even as a young adult. So this uh, bonsai thing is like all brand new to me. My, my wife knows a little bit. She's, she's pretty good with plants. But uh, I think I have a bit of an influence on her where she just believes everything I say. Don't let her hear that part of the podcast. But uh, I think uh, even though she knew better, she trusts me to know more. And that's incorrect because I'm not always right. In fact, I'm rarely ever right. And I was wrong about this. Uh, we do need more dirt. Uh, not necessarily potting soil, but but natural dirt, the dirt that the tree came from. Uh, we need that in the tree so that it can get the nutrient. You do put some of the rock in there because uh, you do want it to get used to not holding water all the time, but you can't just do it all at once. So what my wife and I were doing is we're pruning, we're cutting back roots to put it into a smaller pot, and we're putting it into soil that uh, doesn't have any nutrients in it and hence why we are killing all of the plants we were killing. So this uh, meeting, while I necessarily didn't want to be there, but I had to be there, I'm glad I went because I learned a little bit more and now I'm going to uh, pay more attention to trees and nature and uh, learn a little bit more about uh, soil and dirt and all all that and uh, hopefully next season I'll have some uh, beautiful trees that are at least healthy looking. I'm not looking for finished bonsai. I'm just looking for healthy trees. And I think that's what I need to do first. Um, so, you know, we'll go from there. We'll figure it out. Um, also this weekend, my wife is in a club, uh, an art club uh, that travels around the Cleveland Metro Parks uh, the first Saturday of every month. So, this month, it was also the first Saturday of the month, which meant that I had board gaming club. But uh, the the meeting for my wife was at the uh, Cleveland Zoo. So I forego, I forewent, I did not go to the board game meeting. And I went with my wife to the zoo. We're, we're members of the zoo. Uh, so we have free admission anyway. But she got in free. I couldn't go with her. I had to wait till the park actually opened at 10 o'clock. She got in at 9.30. They went with their little club. I met up with her. And uh, we spent the day at the zoo. It was really nice. It was a nice day. It's uh, beginning of November, and you'd think it'd be cold, but it was uh, temperature was rather nice. I, I took I took my gloves and my uh, my hat that covers my ears, and I, I didn't need it. It was really nice out. Um, I met a few other people, talkers. I'm not much of a of a talker. I want to spend time with my wife. Um, we hadn't been to the zoo in a couple months, probably since the beginning of the summer, which is sad because, like I said, we are members and. Uh, we get to go in uh, pretty much whenever we want. All they got to do is uh, look at our ID. Um, but we don't go to the zoo as much as we should. Uh, same thing with the art museum. The art museum, you don't need a membership for. It's free to get into the Cleveland Art Museum. But we don't go there as much as we should. Um, the zoo is a little bit better than the art museum, in my opinion. Because the art museum uh, displays don't change as often. In fact, the uh, stuff that my wife likes, the uh, Egyptian stuff, the uh, early Roman stuff, the Catholic um, paintings and all that such from the all those different eras that are way before um, like early, early history stuff, Bronze Age, Silver, Silver Age, uh, all that. That stuff uh, rarely changes. It's always the same. 
uh, the stuff that I like, the modern art, the um, uh, the the pencil drawings, the photography stuff. That stuff changes regularly, not all the time. But if you go four times a year, you're probably going to see four different modern art exhibits. But you're going to see the same uh, Roman history, uh, um, all that stuff. That's all going to be the same. I, I don't remember it changing much. In fact, it's the same. Um, um, they don't have any mummies from the Egyptian times, but they do have the sar sarcophaguses. Uh, it's, it's the same ones. It's the same uh, uh, armor from the, um, the, uh, the steel age. I don't know what they call that. The metal age. Not the bronze age. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. But all the, uh, the weapon weaponry and all that is all the same. Uh, I don't remember that changing. So... But, but but the zoo is better, in, in my opinion, because yes, they have the same animals, uh, but they're, uh, I don't know, it's just always exciting to see animals. Uh, wild animals, actually. Well, they're not necessarily wild because they're in a zoo, but uh, that they could be. And in fact, we went to the, the Cleveland Zoo has a new uh, tiger exhibit that opened up this summer, and we had seen it once before, but uh, the two uh, tigers that were in it were sleeping all day going in the beginning of November here. The one one tiger was pacing, which animals do when they're uh, captured, or not captured, but enclosed, and, and, uh, because they don't feel comfortable and they need to be moving around and whatnot. But the one got really close and was pacing all, and uh, uh, it was just incredible to see the size of, of, uh, of these monsters. Um, the head of this tiger was as big as my wife's torso. It was, it was just incredible. Um, and I know, I don't know, whatever. Zoos aren't necessarily the best. I get it. I get it. But where else can you go to see these animals? Um, on my limited budget, I don't really have a chance to even leave Ohio, much less, you know, go to, uh, go over to, uh, to Africa to look at, uh, giraffe and zebra and, and, and all that, uh. I don't get to Pennsylvania. You know what I'm saying? So uh, while uh, it's not necessarily the the best way to uh, treat animals, and, and the SeaWorld fiasco is uh, number one in everyone's mind, I, I completely understand that. But uh, it, it I, I get a chance as, as a lowly citizen of uh, Northeastern Ohio to go see some animals that I wouldn't normally see. So it's got its goods, it's got its bads. Take it for what it is. I'm a member. I do give the zoo money uh, to... Um, to do what they do and hopefully I trust them to use that money properly and new enclosures they had a new uh, elephant enclosure a couple years ago they had the new tiger enclosure this 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 year um, so I don't know it, it, it is what it is um, I enjoy going I enjoy going to the uh, art museum as well I just wish these things were closer to my home I do live in Medina County uh, and the art museum and the Cleveland Zoo are obviously in Cuyahoga County, uh, not near me. So it was fun, a uh, good time for us. Uh, I'm glad it was warm. I'm glad my wife uh, got some. Uh, what did she draw? She drew the uh, the fossa, which is like a cat. It's, it, it's a cat-like animal. It's in the cat house. Um, it's it's cute. It runs around. It doesn't run around. It walks around. It poses a lot. What else did she do? She uh, oh, she sketched one of the gorillas. One of the the gorilla enclosure is pretty cool as well. They um, 
the gorillas, uh, the, the one gorilla was sitting on top of a rock up really high and kind of like posing. And it's funny because all of these art, art members, art club members were just, just there drawing. It was pretty cool. It was like he was posing, he or she, I'm not sure what it is, uh, was posing for, for everybody to draw. And the, uh, the instructor of the class actually was uh, using charcoal to draw in. It was uh, a gorgeous, gorgeous uh, 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 drawing or sketching in charcoal of the gorilla. It was fantastic. And uh, that's what a, uh, a seasoned artist can do. And uh, really impressed. Everyone else had their pencils and their, um, you know, thinking they're great artists, but, you know, middle-aged people just doing art. My wife is uh, not much with a, a pencil and pad. She's very good with watercolors, though. I'm very impressed by what she does with uh, with watercolors. And she's trying, actually, to get into acrylics and, and that sort of thing, but uh, she does struggle, uh, admittedly so, with the, uh, with the pencil on paper. Uh, so, you know, it was fun. It was a, it was a day at the zoo. We, get, we did a lot of walking. Uh, I got a lot of Poke Stops from my Pokemon Go game. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we went. I, I enjoy spending time with my wife more than, more than she knows. <clears throat> so, so that happened. Um, what else did we do? Uh, nobody cares about this, but I don't... I, 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 uh, I've been getting in... I try to get into the alternative sports. Alternative to, to the United States. Uh, in the United States here, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, that sort of thing. Obviously, I'm a huge soccer fan. I mentioned that uh, during the Columbus Crew season. Uh, Liverpool FC, I follow in the English Premier League. Uh, right now, they're, they're on top of the league, first place, in, in, uh, in England. But uh, I try to follow other sports that uh, aren't necessarily American-centric. Uh, there's a rugby league. In Ohio called the Pro Rugby League. Columbus has a team. They finished second in the league this year. So I try to follow rugby a little bit. Um, I don't really have a league that I follow outside of the uh, Pro Rugby League here in the United States because I don't know really what to follow. So um, so I don't uh, necessarily follow rugby. I, I have a lot of rugby news that comes through my Twitter feed and my Facebook feed. Uh, so I try to read some of that every once in a while. But the sport that I've really been getting into recently is uh, cricket. I know that sounds silly because I'm a silly American who doesn't know anything about cricket. But uh, I got into it by watching the uh, uh, the Big Bash League in Australia. And in fact, their season's going to start soon. It's a, uh, it's a T20, which is 2020. Uh, I'm not going to explain cricket. Uh, there's a couple different types of cricket. There's ODI cricket, which is uh, like a one day. Um, each each team gets 50 overs, and over consists of six pitched, of six bold balls. Um, so there's 50 of those. There's, uh, uh, what do they call that? The two-day pick uh, cricket, the two, two, three-day. I, I forget what that's called. Victoria Bushrangers are, are a team in that. Oh, I don't know what it's called. It might be ODI, is what I'm thinking of, but uh, I might have that mixed up. But then there's uh, uh, a T20 or 2020, and it and it's like the condensed version of cricket. It can be played in uh, between three or four hours. Uh, each team gets 20 overs instead of 50, so it's uh, it's 60% shorter and it's quicker. Because what happens? What happens? And they call it 
the big bash league in uh, in uh, Australia because there's a lot of uh, fours and sixes that get hit. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a six is when the ball is batted over the wall without touching the ground, or not wall, over the uh, perimeter without touching the ground, and a four is when the ball does touch the ground but still goes over the perimeter. So it could roll over, it could bounce over, uh, but that would be a four. Um, so it's a lot of uh, a lot of power, a lot of a lot of hitting. Um, bowling isn't as Actually, it might be more important, but uh, you're not looking. You're uh, the bowlers that are into finesse aren't necessarily playing T20. They're playing ODI. They're playing the longer stuff, the uh, or whatnot. So, um, so I, I got hooked on uh, on uh, the Big Bash League in Australia. Um, Melbourne. Oh, it's the team. They're green. The team I follow is green. Oh, I'm gonna hate myself. Because there's two teams in Melbourne, and I follow the green team. The Melbourne Stars, that's the one. They actually made it to the uh, championship match uh, last season, though they lost it. I did watch that on... Uh, oh, there's some website that shows cricket matches. It's fantastic. So that ended, and then the uh, Indian Cricket League started started up, and I, uh, I followed a team called uh, Punjab Eleven. And they did not do well at all. Uh, and it was a little harder to get the information from the Indian Cricket League than it was from the Australian Cricket League. And I don't know if it's a matter of uh, Australian and United States uh, information just flows better or whatnot. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. But I wasn't able to get as much information from the uh, Indian Cricket League as I was from the Big Bash League. And then after that was the, uh, the T20 World Cup, uh, which the West Indies won. Um, looking for the United States in that, but it turns out that the United States is not nearly good enough to be competing in the uh, uh, T20 World Cup or any World Cup for that matter. So, so those three events were like bang, bang, bang right after each other, and then nothing all summer, no cricket. Um, there were uh, now cricket fans are going to tell me that I'm wrong, but as an American, it was harder to find information on cricket. Um, there was a lot of international matches, and I would love to get into international cricket, except that the United States is not involved in any of it, uh, and that's because they're not very good. In fact, they were under uh, um, they restriction or something like that because of uh, some practices that had happened with the uh, with the national board, and hopefully those are getting changed. Though if you read some of the uh, American cricket... Um, uh, websites or, or Twitter. You know how you follow uh, baseball or basketball and there's those guys who aren't necessarily related to the action but they just tweet about it all the time. Same thing with cricket. These people, uh, they know what they're talking about or they're just fans that are just blowing off steam. Uh, so I'm, I'm in a couple of those things and some of them still don't think that the United States are in a good spot and they want the United States to be good. Well anyway, this past week was the World Cricket League Division 4 of which the United States is a part of. So there's six teams in each division. And the United States is in uh, Division 4. And the it's like a tournament, a two-week tournament, or a week-and-a-half tournament, and that's it. So the United States was in it. They had their uh, five matches. They made it to the final match against Oman, uh, which means they automatically qualified for Division 
uh, three, which will be next year. And so I'm really, really looking forward to that. So, cause the top two teams go on to division three. Um, they finished second place in points, but the top two teams made it to the first place match. Uh, so it was Oman versus the United States and the United States won. So they won the, um, the world cricket league division four. Uh, pretty exciting. I didn't get to watch any of the matches though. That is actually a 50 over, um, tournament, not, not the, uh, the, the, like the T20. So it probably a lot more, uh, see, I don't, I don't know anything about strategies and, uh, where to bowl the ball and, uh, how to, I would love to be able to, uh, to play it for a little bit. I am 41, so I don't have the, uh, stamina, not stamina, but the, uh, not as quick as I used to be. My hand-eye coordination is probably off, but I would still love to tr- love to try my hand at cricket, uh, batting and bowling. Bowling would probably kill me because I don't know if my arm can do what those guys do. It's fantastic. So um, I was following that, even though I didn't get to watch any of it. Um, so that was pretty exciting. It was fun to watch uh, the United States play in a sport where uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn the sport. So whatever, you know. So I'm looking forward to the Big Bash League. I believe it starts uh, late November or December in Australia. Come on, Melbourne Stars. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'll update on that sort of thing. Those matches I do get a chance to watch. Uh, they're very early in the morning on uh, Saturdays and Sundays. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll catch a match or two. Um, also, what else happened? Uh, let's see. Oh, yesterday, Sunday, my wife, son, and I drove into Akron, and we went to the Akron Comic Con. Uh, I uh, I gotta say, it's the second Comic Con I've been to, uh, neither of which really impressed me. Believe me, I want to enjoy these things, but really, all I'm looking at is a craft fair for comic book fans, or a marketplace, or a swap meet for comic book fans, and it's not as... I don't know what I expected, but I, I expected more than that. I've been to plenty of craft fairs with my wife. We go to uh, swap meets all the time, and that's all these things are, but with comic a comic book uh, theme laid on top of it. So, disappointed. I don't know if I'm going to go to another one. I, I would love to go out to San Diego to, like, the main one, but I, I, I don't know what it is that I'm missing. I don't know if I'm missing it because it's uh, not... Uh, it's not... I don't know what it is. I want these things to be fun. Uh, In fact, this coming weekend is a con called the uh, Corn on the Con. And uh, it's a board gaming con. But I don't know if I want to go. It's a little bit more expensive. And if I don't spend a ton of time there, like if I don't actually get to play the games, what's the point of going? I don't understand. So I I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm I'm in my 40s, early 40s. And I've never been to cons before. Like, I'm, it's not part of my culture. I'm not uh, my everyday thing. Whereas the, the kids nowadays who uh, aren't afraid to be geeks, uh, it's, it's an everyday occurrence for them. So, I don't know. I, I, I got to mull it over. I'll let you know next week if I went to the con on the cob, the board gaming cob, con. Uh, I really enjoy board games, so I'd really like to go. But I don't know if it's worth my money to go to it. So... I don't know. We'll see. I'll make up my mind when I get there. Uh, and I guess, you know, that's it. Uh, I know it's only been... Uh, voting day is tomorrow. Election day is tomorrow. Um, no matter what you think is right or wrong of the with the presidency, 
uh, you need to go out and vote and at, at, a, at a minimum vote local because while the uh, president is important he doesn't necessarily run your everyday life but your mayor your uh, your uh, treasurers your, your your local community uh, uh, ballot measures uh, whatever is local to you is important and that does affect your everyday life uh, whether it affects trash pickup or it affects uh, 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 tax rates or uh, property taxes or, or, or the schools that is important to you now the uh, the federal government is important and it will do what it does but it doesn't necessarily affect you in a daily uh, a daily way like your local government does. So please, even if you don't like either either uh, candidate for president, you need to get out and you need to vote for the local judges and your ballot measures and everything that is associated with that. Please, if I, I can't stress it enough. Um, as an American, it's one of the very few ways that we have a way of... Uh, of, uh, of showing our voice, of uh, being actually listened to <coughs> um, locally all right federally you know you've got the uh, electoral college and a whole bunch of other bullshit that goes on behind the scenes stuff that we don't know about but uh, locally it's uh it's more people like you and me actually trying to to to, to change things um but don't just vote willy-nilly please research your candidates before you just uh check a box or uh, hit a button or how, however your community votes. Uh, do your research. Make sure that that person's um, ideas align with yours. And uh, But I can't say it enough. Get out and vote. Um, uh, that's it. I've got a birthday this week. Uh, mine. And uh, so I'll celebrate some of that. I'll let you know uh, what gifts I got, anything like that. And uh, cake, if we even have a cake. Uh, that's it. You know what? When you're 40, uh, birthdays aren't as exciting. It's just another number. But uh, I'll talk to you guys next next Monday. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, at JMHGN. If you can find me on Facebook, go ahead. Otherwise, uh, I'll talk to you guys again next Monday. All right, take it easy. Peace.